You are now listening to The Black Spark. The Bonus Show. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. I am your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. And we have the wonderful, (laughs) awesome, beautiful, amazing couple, cousins. Yeah, cousins. Shereem and Carrie of Marriage Family Business. Please introduce yourselves. Uh, Carrie Herndon Brown, Shereem Herndon Brown. um, 22 years in the game together. 17 17 years years as parents. Look at her face. And uh, 15 years in business together. Yeah, that's us. So that's the marriage, that's the family, and that's the business. Yeah. Can't you, you peep the shirts, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We see you. We see you. They branded up, y'all, for everybody who's in the we audio. Are, we are. If you're not able to see it, you know, we'll make sure to wear in the reels when, when Nia cuts it all. <laughs> I'm going to get some of it in there. Well, tell us <laughs> how y'all met, how mm-hmm. you got together. I noticed, just give me the truncated, short. No, 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 okay, you don't mind, because Nia has the, the famous line that we still use. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do, you, do, you, do you refer to Nia? So, the Kapaya. That, that, that was Nia's line. Oh, she put the Kapaya on you. So, <laughs> the version. Thank you, Nia, for dropping that gem on us. No problem. Uh, we met in May of 1999 at a, a friend's graduation party at Howard University in D.C. Thank you. And, um... You know, we didn't like each other. She was involved. I was hot. You know what I mean? Just kind of just met. And then uh, we reacquainted ourselves again that summer in New Orleans at the Essence Music Fest. I stumbled upon her in a state of mind that I needed to apologize for later. Wow. <laughs> and then that apology led to a date. And that date in Washington, D.C., we went to church together. We went to brunch together. The following weekend, it was her friend's birthday in Philly, where I was living at the time. I drove down, scooped her, and we've been together ever since. So, you know, she has this tagline of we met in May, started dating September, got engaged in November, and then um, got married in December. Wow. Yeah, I like that. So that was a good apology. And then followed by church and brunch. No, no, you missed the. <laughs> you missed. Minute, I know he messed up. Saying, I know he messed up. You put the compile on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he well, went right. You can take. I'll take your last name. I'll, I'll take, <laughs> you take my car keys, and I just get married to you. I, I don't know you, but I'll get married. <laughs> I like how he he was not sober. And then they went to church. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I thought, it's I think right. that's... You saw that, right? Repentance. <laughs> she said, we're going to get this right. <laughs> wow. Lord involved. The Lord. The Lord. <laughs> the Lord saved them. Okay, Carrie, you have anything to add? Or is that pretty much... I will I will uh, co-sign that part of the story because it, it is true. We just, we just kind of met. And I don't know, I think we were just in a good space of we needed each other. Like we literally found each other at the right time, like right day, right time that the stars just aligned. And I don't know why I was crazy enough to say yes. I don't know why he was crazy enough to ask me, (laughs) but two crazy kids at 23 and 25 said I do. And then now 22 years later, we are still every day saying I do. I love it. I love that. And and real talk, I I like her more now than I did then. You know, I've always loved her, but you know, we got to like each other to make it happen. And you know, person at 23 and I was 25, 
you know, every now and then you look at them like, what did I do? But <laughs> now, now I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm really, really happy that she's the person I'm going through life with. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, wait, let me get the sound effects. Insert sound effects. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. (laughs) Let me get this straight. So, y'all met in May, but didn't really connect until September? Well, so, yeah, so we we both went down to Essence Festival, and that's where we saw each other. So, July 4th weekend, we were both in New Orleans and saw each other. But Shereen's birthday and my best friend and Zanga's birthday are days apart. And Mm. she was throwing a party in Philly in September. So in September is when he came down. So literally September, well, you left out Disney. But, okay, that, but, so, that, but that's September, October. So, so the October. other part that I will tack on to that is after September, when he came and got me and brought me down to Philly, he called me a few weeks later and was like, I'm going to Disney. I'm down here now. You should come down. And I took off of work and jumped on a plane and went down to Disney and came back. He asked me to marry him with no ring. That's what you left out. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> You don't gotta blow me up. I'm not. I'm just saying that because people will understand that sometimes you can do things at the spare of the moment. Thank you. Yes. You and the Lord, he said. (laughs) That's that's the Kapaya moment. That that the Kapaya. And so that was that was October. Gave me the ring November. We got married December. Amazing. Amazing. So what did your family say about a month long engagement and or was it even a full month? Uh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't so uh my Tia, mm-hmm. Adai's mother, was very, very gracious and congratulations, Remy. Is she pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And I said, No, Tia, I'm just in love. Okay. Okay, then we're gonna be there. It was kind of like phone call. Everybody be at this spot on December thirtieth, and they care. They're gonna wait to send invitations to people. Like, oh, my bad, my bad. My family just shows up. Yes. Like you just tell them where to be at. So we said invitations. No, I think overall they were very supportive. My father was supportive. My mother was supportive. Her mother was supportive. There was, you know, questions. But I don't think anybody tried to stop the flow. Yeah. I don't think we gave them a chance. I don't. But I don't think that we took it to them like. Hey guys, we're thinking about getting married. It yeah. was on some like, bam, guess yeah. who got engaged? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it wasn't really up for grabs when it came to it. Um, Good. And I think we're one. We're only children. Yes. Mm. So I think our parents are used to us doing stuff, and it probably not really making sense. But they're like, well, that's you know, that's our kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just kind of know us. So I don't think it really floored anybody. I do think everybody was counting down that ninth and tenth month, kind of like. Is she going to come up with a baby right now? Uh, <laughs> um, so I think once we weren't pregnant, I think everybody was happy for us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what year was this that y'all got married? 99. 99. Okay. I yep. I don't remember if I was at the wedding. I don't recall. It was a long time ago. I was there. Yeah. All, all I remember was that he was, Shereen was in love. That's all I needed to know. If Shereen's in oh. love. And he's married as women. I was like, all right, that's it. I'm because at our wedding, little Carrie was not. Was he one? So that's 06, right? We got so married in 05. 05? So yeah, oh yeah, so he's right. One. He's one. He's a little baby. Yeah, because he's 2004. Gotcha, gotcha. So you all waited a while before actually having the Five first. Years. Good job. Yeah. Good job. We needed it. Like we didn't know each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we got to hang out a little bit and. 
you know, we moved. We, so we started in Philly. Then I got a job in D.C. Then my mom wasn't feeling well in New York, so we had to go back up there. So we were in transition yeah. and for a lot of it. Definitely. And, uh, you know, once we got back to New York in 02, then she got pregnant in late 03, and then we had him in 04. So, you know, we... we we waited, but at the same time, we needed to learn each other. Mm. And nowadays, we also were like, remember those days that we could like just hang out together and be together? And although we wanted kids that we knew we wanted kids and, you know, we wanted them at the time even, we're so glad that we had those years to just not be yes. bothered. Yes. 100%. Yes. We understand. Yes. <laughs> right? It's, we love our children. Love. It's, but it's not a question. Not a question. Alpha never comma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and again, uh, our hyphenated name, once upon a time, she was Carrie Herndon. I was Shereen Brown. We came together to become the Herndon Browns. And I took, you know, Carrie's name as well. You know, it was unique. I had heard of another two guys do it. Um, and we'd short that to the HBs. But again, my Tia. And Daya's mother said, this is your fault. <laughs> that, that, that my son is now taking his wife's last name. She said that! Look what you started. Yes, yes. Look what you done started. Look what you started. Yo, you was like, if we're going to be 50-50, we should be 50-50. And I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, and my dad was, my dad was all in. I mean, I was like, there's so many male browns. I was like, they'd be all right. They don't need me. Yeah, yeah. The whole crew yeah, of them. Yeah. You know, so, and I knew that her family didn't have any more Herndons. Mm, that's right. So, she was kind of, you know, trying to keep them, the family name up. Right. Because, yeah. you know, my family is complicated on that side of the family. Okay. Same. Okay. <laughs> I know for us, so we started dating in May and we moved in together in September. Okay. And that entire... Two years? 18 months to two years was hell. It was miserable. Living together. It was miserable. <laughs> Except for the video games. Yes. We enjoyed playing video games. <laughs> How was, was it your... coming together? Like what... It was living in was Buffalo. That? Well, it was, part... it was partly just living, just in, living Buffalo. in Buffalo. Um, it was partly... I had a new job. We lived on the other... The... Well, maybe this is an excuse, but the other side of our bedroom was a, a an arguing couple and crying children, and I lived of, where I worked. Um, it's it was his first a, like professional, my first professional job, job post master's degree. The politics of that space was. Uh, but I think just in terms of the relationship, that was our time of getting to know each other. Like yeah. we had been together for the four months, and we were able to just you know date Put each other, you know, but actually being in the same space. And I actually think it's a blessing that we that it happened in Buffalo. It happened so far away from our friends and family to where we couldn't just go home mm-hmm. and complain. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I think right, that would have... Similar, we were similar because I moved... I left D.C. and went to Philly where he was living. Um, and he, the, I think the hiccup was that he lived and worked in the same place. Right? It was a boarding school. So that part, right? That part is hard. Um, but you're right that we only had each other primarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that kind of forced us to not have an exit plan. Exactly. Yep. That was right? the same issue we had. One of us would have been in a place that was familiar. I don't know that we would have made it past that first year. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because, again, only children who didn't know. I mean, I, I think I knew his middle name. I, I'm not like I'm not even 100 <laughs> percent sure. Like, looking back. I don't know that I knew that for sure, for sure, by the time we got married. Um, and 
just the process of figuring out what kind of orange juice you like and who keeps the house like what. And, you know, I am a, I leave my jacket on the, on the chair when I walk in the door. Mm. Right? That drives Shereen batty. <laughs> but he was doing the checkbook, rounding up numbers. So there was like, I don't know what, what's the balance. What, what are we doing? So it works. <laughs> Wait, but hold on, most importantly, if you round up straight he zero, said, he said, add, add the 11 T. <laughs> the math wasn't mathing, okay? The math wasn't mathing. But, so, but, 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 but which side did you, did you agree on which way the toilet roll is supposed to go? Is it coming down? Is it coming down? I think down. we still struggle with that. I, I think you pull out. What do you? Again, so. I mean, you know, the toilet, okay, we're on the podcast or the right. toilet paper right. roll. We're, we're not going to go astray here. But Carrie has some tendencies that are, you know, I could be seen as, I don't say the softer, more feminine, but I have some particularities about me, or peculiarities, as I should say, that people look at me, huh? But, and she looks a little more, you know, like, so yeah, she's a old over, pulled down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that's wrong, <laughs> but I've adjusted. Same. <laughs> I'm an under, but you know. I'm, I'm an under too, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm an under. under. So yeah. I'm going to just let. I love you. <laughs> but but the ladies trumpet, right? I mean, yeah, whatever the ladies want. More. Whatever the ladies want. When it comes want. to the toilet paper, we use it more. Oh, well, that makes sense. So it goes our way, right? And the toilet seat Somehow. is usually down, so great. Mm-hmm. So it's yes. usually down. Yes. Every once in a yes. while it comes up and I don't apologize. Because I'm like, yo, it's like da- it's like down like 99% of the time. So <laughs> right, right. Relax. You'll be Relax. fine. I'll be, be like, Relax. you should have looked. You should have looked. Relax. I told Relax. you to look. That's a brown trait right there. That's it a, is. That's a it brown is. trait right there. He said, relax. <laughs> so you had the same bumpiness. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, the, the privilege yeah. of being isolated too. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and like I said, the only children thing, and we didn't date long enough, right? Like mm-hmm. we didn't know a lot of things about each other that we then were learning, like on the job training. Mm-hmm. So that became a hiccup, and also the type of careers that we had. So at the time, I started working for a record label, which kept me on the road, or just being out and mm-hmm. in life and fly. And Shereem is at a Quaker boarding school. <laughs> He gets off work at three. He goes across the hall. He's in his house. So our lives was completely different. And I think that was probably, that didn't help mm-hmm. the fact that we were also learning each other. Because I was like, oh, I'm going out. I got to go to Philly. I got to go to New York. You know, I'm in Miami next weekend. And he's like, I'm in Westtown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so we've grown up together. You know, we we been together so long that we don't know life. With, and I've spent more time with her pretty much than I did on my own as a, you know, adult, definitely. But, you know, if you, your teens through your early 20s when you feel assert some independence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, that was seven, 10 years tops. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we've been together 22, and then no regrets. Right. But the reality is that we've had to kind of grow up together and, and weather the storms of life, whether it's moving, whether it's kids, whether it's starting a business, whether it's financial, whether it's parental grandparent illness, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, moving kids from state to state and how they react to it. And once I went to boarding school, we adopted, you know, our fourth child and, and brought her into her family at a later stage than, you know, than the other kids. So it, it's, 
we've had a lot of moving parts again and no regrets yeah no regrets but it's i'd be lying if i said that our sometimes the like, the front the the veneer we always say we want the illusion to be the reality because mm-hmm. you know that people think that the hbs look like they got it all sweet we are blessed mm-hmm. we're healthy we're together no drama like you know <laughs> we, you know <laughs> We're fine, but could things be better? Yes. Could we be better spouses at times? Yes. Could we be better parents at times? Definitely. We be better business people. We're getting there. So we're we're trying to figure it out like everybody else. Agreed. Agreed. So two questions. Yes, ma'am. One. So you have four children. What would you tell them about um, love and relationships and? how things should look or should go or what have you? Like, what's your advice to them? Um, I think I would tell them that one, it's not really 50-50. Someone has to get the 51-49 on something, mm-hmm. right? So that's our running joke of that. It depends on what the topic is. So, you know, if, if we're deciding at the time we were thinking about moving from Georgia to, to D.C., Shereen got the 51-49 on that one, Right. Um, on a day-to-day, if we're talking about something financial, Shereen tends to let me do the 5149. Um, when it came to buying a house, you know, we presented several options, but I think he gave me the final say because I think he knew I knew what the family kind of needed versus what maybe we wanted. So mm. I tell my kids definitely it's not going to be 50-50 because then you're at a standstill, mm. right? Somebody has to make a decision and ride for that decision. So that's number one. And then I, I want my kids, <laughs> like he always says, not that I don't love you, but that I got you. I don't, even if Shereen and I are beefing or there's something wrong or we're going through a, you know, a down period in our relationship, I never don't think that he has my best interests at heart. You know, you can be like, I don't think he loves me. I don't think he's treating me. There's no flowers, like the frilly stuff of marriage. But at the end of the day, I know that if I say like, Reem, I need you, like he's we call him Allstate. My friends call him Allstate. <laughs> you in good hands. Um, they literally do call him Allstate. You're in good hands. <laughs> you are. You're in good hands. So I feel like I would want my kids to have a spouse, and I want them to be the type of spouse that says, I got you. Um, and probably third, I didn't grow up seeing a marriage, hmm. right? I didn't grow up in that type of home. So it was, it was and it still is important for my kids to know, like, Mommy's there. I'm going to be at school. We're going to be involved. Um, you know that we're going to have dinner multiple times a week at the table. Like kind of the, the 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 corny stuff mm-hmm. is still important to me, so my kids can have somebody to kind of look back and say, "Oh, I saw my parents argue, but then I saw my dad kissing on my mom in the kitchen." Or you know, they know that money was good and bad, but you always had what you needed. So I just want my kids to to see an example of, of marriage or something else you would add Yeah, I, I would add to that that I think it die, you know, you and I are fortunate that the men in our family through our childhoods uh, were very stable and consistent. Yes. But that, I don't know anything different. Correct. So that is the expectation that I have myself that I was having my son and that I hope my daughters will marry someone who would, they expect to be, you know, doctor. Yes. I'll even go a step further, though. But then there's the flip side. Our son, particularly, because he's kind of in that 17-year-old phase, is now looking for his ride or die, maybe even prematurely, right? But again, they know we got married. We saw each other. We got married six months later. Oh, so that's how you do it. No, 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 no. 
Be cool now. And I think he feels like if I get, if I got her, then I can do everything, everything else. else. And I'm like, no, no, you don't need her right yeah. now. You don't okay. need her. But, but our story makes it hard for them to see themselves dating multiple people, having different relationships, which I think is important. And we, we had, I mean, you know, we, right. we may not have lived with other people, right. but we had relationships. So that's something that we watch out for. You know, my son at 17 has told us at least three times that she's the one. Really? <laughs> really? She's the one. The one. Nah, okay. fam. So. Uh, Well, our son is seven going on eight. And I think he's been telling us that he's definitely getting married and definitely having children since what? Four, four, five five years old. (laughs) So, you know, he's been he's been looking around. He's shopping already. (laughs) He's oh god have you seen it i haven't watched it yet we're watching it we're gonna watch it this weekend what is it on netflix on netflix I don't. Yeah. I've been asking all the questions. So I don't want to. Not. I don't want to like. Oh, I was riding. Oh, okay. That's why I had. That's why we had the brief. The brief uh, pre-show earlier. Oh, okay. I was like, eh, what are we gonna ask? What you got? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, I'm thinking about what is the glue, right? So I know he. I know Allstate, right? <laughs> right. I know. I get that part, and I get the fifty-one forty-nine. That makes a whole lot of sense. Um. What is the secret to the longevity? Uh, my answer is always I'm stay I'm married today. If you focus on today, I think you can go all in. I think it also helps you to not remember the past, right? Because I think we can all be hurt or remember something that has occurred, and I think you start to pile up issues. So if you can kind of let something go, so my answer is always, I'm married today. People are like, how you been married 22 years? I'm married today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm get today. We'll see what happens tomorrow, but I'm going to get through today and try to be a really good wife today. And I think that obviously, you know, I've added up a several days. So <laughs> that, that has worked. I think that's what works for me, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her well enough now to appreciate her for what she's really, really good at but also know the fact that I can do my own thing and don't have to worry about her thinking anything different. I don't want to be divorced. And maybe <laughs> sometimes I just put effort in my marriage because I don't want to go through, <laughs> you know, getting to know someone else. Again, real talk, because, you know, Family. I like sex. Yes. I like food. Yes. I like my children being well cared for. I like that they are pretty, you know, uh, uh, decent human beings who are stable. <sighs> that is enough for me. Hand to God, hand to God. Ready, okay. okay. I'm a simple dude. <laughs> me, right. and take care of the children and yeah. help me be the best I can be. They yes. help me to be the best I can be. I don't think there's a woman who would help me to be further along in life so what else is there mm-hmm. so i'm good mm-hmm. i mean yeah carrie asked me the other day do you ever wish you had it done did we miss something you ever you know regret that 
we didn't do something, you didn't do something. I didn't travel as a single man throughout the world. I spent a semester in Africa um, in college, and it was, you know, enlightening. Very, you know, I have a tattoo after my arm. If you would ask me at 21, would I continue to travel the world during my 20s by myself? I would have said yes. Like, it was an amazing experience. It wasn't until, you know, 20 years later that I went to another continent. Like, you know, we've been in the Caribbean and done some 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 other passports, but I haven't been to Europe. Well, I, I haven't been to Europe since I've been an adult. Mm. I went to Asia for, for, for to China. So that's the one thing I wish I would have done, but not, I got to weigh the pros and the cons. Right? Yes. And, and, and the established relationship that I have with my wife that hopefully we can travel mm-hmm. and see more things together. I'm looking forward to, uh, but um, no, I'm, I'm good. So the, the glue to, to wrap this up, at least this is more question, is that we like each other, I think. We respect each other. We trust each other. Um, and I don't want my kids or my wife to look at me cockeyed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, I appreciate that. So, so you know, you in good hands. You in good hands. That's what I heard. At the end of the day, you in the good thing hands. that my single friends want a yes. good meal. Little, you know, right. playtime. Netflix and chill. A little playtime. <laughs> little playtime. You know, and, and, you know, kids who hug them, say, I love you. I got that. So yeah. what else do I want you, out there? You a wealthy man, brother. I'm you, a wealthy you a wealthy man. man. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. TJ asked me. Was it TJ? They all. Oh, the one of them. Kid. One of them. TJ or Carrie. One of them. One of them kids. Yeah, they was like, so Poppy, I don't know where this came from. What is your biggest fear, other than other than losing other your, other than your kids dying? What's your biggest fear? And I'm like, oh, we about to have a moment. <laughs> right, right, right. And pretty much, I told him not not the f me, not the Netflix and chill part, but I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be homeless, and I don't want to let y'all down. Like, I don't want, like, I'm, I got a lot on my shoulders, but there's, that's a privilege, right? And I don't want the same thing about the cockeyed. I don't want to, to them to be like, yo, you made that decision. <laughs> You thought about right. were you thinking of all of us when you did that? Right, right. Really? <laughs> so we laugh a lot because Shireen has said in the past, like, I would lose some friends. Like some of his friends would look at him like, dog, like what like like good. Like what ha- like what like what what was the reason that you stepped out? Like what could that mm. possibly be that would make you risk it all? Mm-hmm. Right? Because for me, and again, and I had said this earlier, that my friends repeat my ultimatum mm-hmm. is you keep your hands and your penis to yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. I will ride with you till this wheels falls off of this joint as long as you, no cheating, no beating from my house. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I'm I'm a Leo through and through. Mm. I have a very big ego. If you stepped out with another woman, I couldn't come back. I could not come from back from that. Mm-hmm. Right? So knowing me, I've asked you to not make me make any decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, put, don't put me in that position. Because he would have don't made the decision for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you would then make the decision for me that yeah. then leaves you in a bad place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. don't yeah. don't put yourself in a bad position. Yeah. And I'm at, at 22 years now, I would like to think, and I'm not a perfect man, I'm not going to say I never, ever, 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 except I'll say never, ever, ever. But um, I, I'm not going to say, I, I hope that I would have gotten those the, yeah. that that's those feelings out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like if i ever did like yeah man, I, I gotta get out you know i gotta i gotta see the world i think i'm good now. no there's no 
And, and again, you don't know uh, for us, for me, I, I internalize. I don't want nobody else's drama. When you when you get down with somebody, you're accepting their energy, mm-hmm. and I don't want nobody else's energy for you know whether it's a strong forty five minutes, mm-hmm. four hours, <laughs> you know, after the rest of my life. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. what if we make love real hard? For about- <laughs> Fall into it deep, deep, deep. Cold coma like light sleep, sleep. yeah. Oh, my goodness! So, you said you you have you still have single friends now that are your age. Wow. Yeah, so my best friend in the entire world is never married, never have kids. So that's um, you know, that's just him and and we have a few or, or now who are, you know, divorced. So we have mm-hmm. never married mm-hmm. um and or divorced friends at this point. Okay, so speaking of your male single never married friends. One, no two, two, three. Okay. So what's their deal? <laughs> <laughs> because um, I'm asking because we have a lot of single, never married black women, women yeah. and there's always some sort of a disconnect. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I only hear the women's side of it. So I would love to hear the male perspective on that. Um, yeah, I, I, I recognize that they're flawed. There's three guys. I'll think of two guys in particular because the other one, third one is not in a good space professionally. Mm-hmm. But I have two friends who, you know, have jobs, their own cribs and, you know, live in life. And they're not dogs. They're not like men who just be out there trying to, you know, just see the world and and, and do craziness. Um, I think they're too picky. I think they have their own issues. You know, and I tell them this too. I think they have their own issues. They just can't reconcile. And when they identify issues with someone else, it turns them off. Um, mm. So it's not, and, and maybe you have a different reasoning for it. So I don't think they are, they want to be married. They never thought they'd be at this point in their late 40s, almost 50, mm-hmm. and not married, not have kids. But here they are. Mm-hmm. And, and they've been in substantial long term relationships with those black women who are like, whoo, you, you, I've been looking for you, you the one. Mm-hmm. And then six months, 18 months later, it's like, mm, you know, I usually tend to think that. I understand my friends' issues. I don't understand their issues. Hmm. Gotcha. What? Yeah, I was gonna say Harry was given a lot of face. Well, my face tells on me all the time. So yes, luckily most of this will be via podcast. Yeah. Right. So um, (laughs) I find that I think most women or men, I'll, I'll say that at least, have this idea of the gingerbread man or their top ten list, and they think they're gonna get all of that. Mm-hmm. And we try to explain to them, not not poking at your spouse, but I'm not sure if I wrote my top 10 list, would that have been Shireen on paper? Right. Because I think some things are superficial. You you think that you, you know, we've talked about this in the past, whether, um, I, whether Shireen wanted, you know, somebody else or that was going to chase a career so far that then there wasn't going to be this, this kid's and home and baking cookies and at school. Um, I don't know if people after a certain age are willing to give up that top 10 list. So once somebody doesn't meet one of those things, you're like, oh, well, she not it, or he's not it. And I'm like- That's not a deal breaker. That's not, you gotta come up with your deal breakers of 
what did that mean? I had my deal breakers and Shireen didn't go against any of those. Therefore, there were some other things that I was able to be like, all right, well, you know, that's in the time, at the time I didn't know, but you're able to give up those things that don't matter as much. Yes. I think further along, you're, they have too much that they want on that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think that, I think all of those things are true. I also think that because we live in such an instant gratification kind of culture, people don't want to actually work together. And I think that transcends just the romantic relationships. I think people run away from all kinds of conflict. conflict. Mm. It's not actually conflict. It's really that you need to express what you need to express for you. They need to express what they need to express for them. And y'all need to come to a happy medium. But there's just a lack of negotiation skills Mm. (laughs) in all areas um, Mm. of our current society, I think. Yeah, no, I think that people aren't, and like you said, you know, roll up your sleeves and get dirty with things and, you know, work through things together. Um, And that's where you'll come out better in the end. But, you know, you're not, it's it's a microwave society, right? I want you to come ready. Mm -hmm. I want you to be the person. And I also think people aren't willing to let people evolve. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? So I'm not who I was at 23 and Shreem's not who he is at, was at 25, that you have to let somebody change right mm-hmm. now. I don't think you can change a lot. Right? <laughs> there's some things you, I, I'm, that's a whole nother show, but there's some things that you yeah. can't change as my husband, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you can evolve. Yeah. So I think that's important to know. Yeah. And, and I also think it's important that, you know, and I, this is not a, a, a slight to millennials or social media generation, but we didn't meet online. Mm-hmm. We didn't have, we weren't connected to so many different people, um, you know, via social media when we first got married to look into other people's lives per se. So we had to go through the mud together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and I think, again, it would be an interesting, you know, case study though, about, you know, kid people who got married in a certain window of how did they evolve on their social media timelines and, you know, how has that affected them and their children? Mm-hmm. Again, you're invested in social media now like everybody else. But having those years plural, that it was just me and her staring at each other, <laughs> having to figure it out. Um, when Netflix without, was DVDs. Right. Blockbuster. When it was Blockbuster. Right. <laughs> Make it a Blockbuster night. Right. We, we, we had to go through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And without the whole world knowing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I think, saves so that we couldn't be envious of other people. They couldn't be envious of us. We weren't trying to, you know, again, you're always keeping up with the Joneses to some extent, but not the way I get concerned about how people view other people's lives from the outside looking in via social media. Now. Yes. 100%. Yes. 100%. It makes us sound old. I get it. But, <laughs> but there are times I'm like, I'm glad we're not millennial married because it doesn't help me. I'll just spend my turn. It doesn't help me to feel like I can keep my nuclear family in love for my wife insular versus I got to show it to everybody at all times. Who would that? It's got to be her. Should I tell them that I'm a millennial or no? (laughs) (laughs) But you're 80s, baby. You are 70s. You are 70s so though. You're in the cuss. You're in the cuss. I am the oldest millennial. Both of them them are like, right, 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 right. right. (laughs) 
I knew it was there, but you was thought you was a buffalo for a minute. I mean, I, that'll make anybody crazy. We had seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh my goodness, I lost my other question, but yeah, no, I appreciate the answer too because the microwave generation is an issue, and we are. You know what? Um, that's a good segue. So you can go. I'm gonna let you finish, but um, go ahead. Real talk. How? Because I know you and I, Shereen, talked a long time ago about the the, the perception, the, the the pressure of feeling like you got to post on social media all the time, right? And how you withdrew for some time. And so I was like, that's healthy. Go ahead. When you're ready, come back, right? But also, how have y'all evolved um, in your time once social media has come online, right? How did you negotiate? Did you negotiate what you would post, what you wouldn't post? Like, we don't post much of anything about our relationship, no, and it's funny because like, um, we have cousins who got divorced, and I noticed that I, I was like, something's up with them because they so not so ain't in the, ain't in the yeah. pictures no more. And right. uh, when I spoke yeah. to the wife, she was like, well, such and such don't never post the, you know, together, and y'all don't post it. I'm like, yeah, but that's consistent. <laughs> like, we don't ever really. Yeah, we don't <laughs> I saw a change. Yeah. Y'all was posting together, now y'all not. <laughs> No, we've seen people scrub people, right? Like, that's when you notice, like, oh, like, all of a sudden, they're not in there. What? Like, like, right, with no announcements. Right, no announcements, but just scrubbing of the of the social media. Um, the person's just missing. I think for a minute there, um, so there was an instance where Shireen had two friends that called him one Christmas, the MK Christmas, and was like, you putting too much pressure on us out here to be keeping our wives fly. And he was like... Because she posted her Christmas gifts, like I didn't think that that was like I I didn't I didn't I didn't buy her a new island, like you know what I mean? Like and I didn't call you and tell you you had to do the same. Um, so I think that there are people that are watching, yep. um, but I don't think we ever really had a discussion about mm-hmm. what we would and would not post. I probably definitely post. I'm on social media more, mm-hmm. right? So I probably just post more. Um, but I think we are always aware of what we're posting and making sure that I'm never putting anything out there that would put Shereem in a bad light. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so I'm aware of what I'm posting, mm-hmm. but I don't think we ever made a decision of like, post this, don't, like nobody would notice if I didn't post you, but I'm always saying something about Shereem. I think if mm-hmm. my last name changed, right, that would be <laughs> yeah. huge. Um, but I don't think that I'm ever not posting this. And I'm a fan of social media. I like social media. Social media is how I get to look at your children, uh, you know, uh, uh, from across the country. I I don't, I'm not a, a rah, bah humbug, mm-hmm. no, but I do think that there's a generation that uses social media as their online therapist, mm-hmm. where yeah. they just want to share everything they're going through, good, bad, or indifferent mm-hmm. with the world. And I am not a fan of that. Same. I think you Same. cannot, you know, again, I've seen, you know, studies or, you know, people, girls taking pictures on dirt, sand, you know, block, blocks, you know, outside of construction site, act like they're on the beach. And I was like, oh, but that's so real. Everybody wants to sh- show how well they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's why we say, I would love for the illusion that we assume people assume. No one has ever said you guys have a perfect, no, I don't think people are that naive, but we want our teenage HB, our, you know, marriage, family, business to not just be a name but to be genuine. And that's the legacy piece, right? That's what I want my sons, my daughter, my son, my daughters to want to be married, to want to build a family and want to be entrepreneurs. And 
that feels good for me to say. Mm -hmm. Thus, I hope that I can do it so they will actually do that and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Well, tell us, that was a great segue. Tell us about Marriage Family Business. How did y'all come up with it? What is it? Everything. Um, so we were we had been thinking for a while. So we our main business is strategic admissions advice, right? So that's the business that we've had now for over 15 years. Um, and we basically, we help parents and students navigate the college admissions process, right? Starting as early, pretty much as ninth grade, right? So ninth through 12th grade, we got you. Um, and what came about from that was people asking questions of, like, how are you juggling it? What's going on? You guys got these, you know, one kid, multiple children, you still have this business, like, Y'all ain't never had a job, for real, for real. And I realized that we we were doing something that people were interested in. And after talking about it, so marriage family business came about. Hmm. And um, primarily, we show couples how we're married. But in this stage right now, it's really about helping women gain clarity. Hmm. So I think hmm. the main part that comes out of what we see with people is that it's normally a mom or mom, wife, that's kind of confused about what to do when starting her own business, mm. how to step out there. Because online, everybody talks about, I'm gonna help you make a million dollars. How do I get an EIN number? How mm. do I how do I work on a new business when I have a nine to five? How do I have- I make a dollar. Right, how do I have three children, four children, and still find time? So luckily my sweet spot is helping people to kind of see their whole 24 hours and their long game of, Here's your three, six month calendar and how we can kind of figure it out. So right now we're focusing on helping people gain clarity around what they want to do with their next steps. And, and, and keeping, you know, I think it's a great definition. It's who we are. We're married. We grew a family, started to grow a family. We started to grow a business strategic commission advice. So we wanted to be authentic to who we are and what's important to us. And then I, you know, people don't know this, but I am the face of strategic mission advice because I have this educational background. But Kerry, from the beginning, has built the websites, done the done the the, the bookkeeping, or hired people to do the bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. She is the brains of the operation. So I could be the CEO with the smiling website, but she's the COO in terms of operations yes. and handling the taxes and all that. Yes. So that balance that we have, that teamwork. No, I'm talking about, you said taxes. Yes, I, started, yes. I started shaking my head on taxes. Um, <laughs> that CEO, COO mindset, or, or dynamic, I should say, that we have we're, is also true in our marriage, the, the 51 49. Mm -hmm. I take the kids to school and make them breakfast, take them to school in the morning, Carrie sleeps in. She usually makes dinner and makes sure, you know, it stays up late. So we have this duality business and marriage and family. So Herndon and Brown, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Harlem and Brooklyn, like so. We have this. There you go. There you go. You know. Um, so it's authentic to who we are. I have seen her, particularly women, ask her, "How do you do it all? You look like you have it all." And she does. She has her health. She has a husband. She's got kids, and she's not going to a nine to five every day. And if that's having it all, she's got it. And I think there's a lot of women who want that. Mm. So they they're already magnetically drawn to her to ask her these questions. And she's very giving and wants to share that information. So, like she said, in this iteration of it, we're going to help women to find the clarity to, for them to have what they want. And and we're very happy with that direction, given, you know, there have been other times where people said, we, we want to work together, too, as a couple. We can do that, too. Mm -hmm. But we've learned in business. we got to be, you know, 
one idea, uh, we said, confused mind don't buy. That's it. But, you know, we Ooh. want to be, have to be very, very singular. Again, every business person will tell you they've tried different things in their business in order to make it work. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 we're going to keep grinding this out because it's who we are. I love that. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, so quick, quick uh, administrative pause right quick. Nia hasn't seen this. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, I can't, we can't end this episode. We're not ending yet, but we can't go, we can't finish this episode without plugging this. Respect, respect, respect. Oh my um, goodness. You see that name at the bottom? I do. <laughs> yeah, so. He just uh, shared this with us today. I was like, when did this happen? Yeah, yeah exactly. Black Family's Guide to College Admissions Advice is was birthed from the conversation that I had with a friend of mine, Timothy Fields, who happens to be the Senior Associate Dean of Admissions at Emory University. I have a college counseling background, uh, having worked at independent schools as a college counselor, guidance counselor, and I've also been for 15 years an educational consultant with strategic admissions advice. I also went to a predominantly white institution. He went to a historically black college university. Our wives, by chance, went to a historically black college university. His wife went to predominantly white institution. So we have this dynamic where we're not comparing the two. We have we both appreciate our experiences, but we have this college admission space yeah. that we believe our friends now are asking us so many questions about how the process works, how it's changed over the years, that we're like, why don't we just write a book and to give it to everybody? <laughs> yes. It was also triggered by, you know, the racial reckoning of 2020. Yes. Um, there was a black at IG uh, series that a lot of kids wrote about in their high, from their high school experience about what was going on, some of the microaggressions they were experiencing. And mm-hmm. overwhelmingly, every private school particularly was talking about college counseling mm-hmm. and how they felt that the college counseling process for them was very, very different than from the white kids. And that hurt, you know, because as parents, we are making decisions now for our kids as early as, you know, nine that are gonna affect them as they apply to college. Mm-hmm. So whether it's where we live, what schools we send them to, what schools they're exposed to, what schools we deem to be right for them or not. We have a chapter called the Black Ivies, where you talk about Howard, Morehouse, and Spelman, you know, as being the Harvard, Princeton, Yale. I talk about liberal arts uh, as being a luxury. luxury being right? a luxury. Yes. A liberal arts education is luxury that I think a lot of black families could and should go to college with a professional degree in mind because you know, when you're selecting schools, it should be based on cost. People are thousands, hundred thousand dollars in debt. Yes. Um, location, possible career, possible, you know, possible major, possible career. So there's so many things that black families have to think about as they approach the college admissions process that there wasn't a one, you know, one-stop resource to kind of share uh, how we were feeling, our perspective. So. Tim and I worked really, really hard. It's a labor of love. We feel very purposeful in doing it as parents, as educators, and yes, as black men. So there it is. So we're really, really excited about it. Johns Hopkins University Press is really, really excited about it. They feel like it's necessary. We so we, we appreciate their support. So no, we're, we're, we're fired up. I think this, this next season of our lives will be uh, very big from a promotional standpoint. And you got to plug the book, right? So oh, you yeah, got yeah, to... Pre-orders are available, yeah. right, at understandingthechoices.com. Yes. And you can buy your book now. You can buy it on Amazon. Um, but, yeah, they. I think it was interesting to see Shireen writing it from a business standpoint of what he's done now for over 20 years. And now because we just went through it with our son. So now you're, like, trying to figure it out 
in real time, right? It's like you can be a realtor, but then you're about to buy a house for the first time. Mm-hmm. So it's like this kind of like you're in it, you're like in the thick of it all. So it's been very, very interesting. But uh, I think him and Tim are they're onto something. And yeah. I think hearing families ask the questions of what what do our black kids need, right? Where should they go? What's going to support them best? If they're going to go to a predominantly white school, what's the best one for them? Um, and what they need and what they want. And is it is it an option, right? For some kids, it's not an option. For some kids, based on what they want to do in life, they feel like they can't go there. So there's all these pieces that fall into place. But uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good one. That's great. That's great. So, yeah, please pre-order it at understandingthechoices.com. The Black Family's Guide to College Admission Education Lab. Uh, conversation about education, parenting, and race. Yes. Nice. nice. I love it. And good stuff on that title because as soon as I read the title, I was like, oh, yeah, people need that. <laughs> and having right. listened to you uh, and giving the context of the process is different. So good job, good job. Prop it up, prop it up. Let's go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Since we're on this, I do want to ask, uh, for me, so I'm like the unicorn black female chiropractor, um, and it's something, being a doctor is something that I always knew I wanted to do. So this was an easy decision. It was just figuring out what kind of doctor I wanted to be. With my children, I have such difficulty with trying to foresee what I think would be good career paths for them because I feel like things are just changing so rapidly. There's so much about, not, not chiropractic, because chiropractic is something that I need to be there to do, right? Mm -hmm. But there's so much about medicine. There's so much about dentistry. There's so much about engineering that you, I can foresee, will no longer need an actual person to do. (laughs) So I can't say I want my child to be a heart surgeon because I can envision 10 years from now that being a robot. (laughs) You know, I I can say, oh, well, just be a pediatrician, but that doesn't always have to be a person either because you just type in your symptoms, be on video (laughs) and they could, you know what I mean? Like I can envision so many things becoming virtual and automated. Um, And I also feel like there can be something that my child wants at, you know, in the 12th grade and they go into college wanting that thing. But by the time they get out of school four years later, it could be not even a career path at all anymore. So what's your thoughts on this just rapidly changing um, environment? I'm answering in two parts. First and foremost, long, long time ago, I heard this, I'll start before that. Carrie's life experiences with a single mom and having the vision for her life of wanting to be married, have, uh, have kids and ideally work for herself she is so directed in that vision that it came true, you know, manifest, whatever you want to call it, that she pours into our kids to believe in their dreams. Mm -hmm. I heard a phrase that someone said, I believe it was Spike Lee, said that, you know, parents are the biggest dream killers. Mm -hmm. And I told myself I would never do that. And I, to date, have never told my kid, any of our kids, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. let them dream as wild as it can be yes. and do what they want to do as long as they're putting in the work mm-hmm. for me to fully, fully support them. You know, you know, our son plays very competitive baseball and I remember telling um, uh, Diabetes, Dad's brother, 
Like, somebody's going to be playing in the major leagues in five years. Somebody be playing in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to be an all-star. Somebody's going to be on the bench. Mm-hmm. But if he can be somewhere in between because he took it all the way through mm-hmm. and he lived the dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I don't force, excuse me, I don't, I don't not foresee it, but I don't also want to hold him back like he can't do that. That's I think that's right. stupid. Yeah. So the girls in the same way. All that said, I think it's important that you as parents look at your kids and tell them what you think they're good at and then what careers can be stemmed from that. One of our daughters is extremely artistic. Terry has poured into her and told her, you should be a graphic designer. You should, you know, you like songwriting. You should write songs. This is Samara. Like, she now has these words in her vocabulary about what she could do based upon what we see around the house. Sai, on the other way, on the other hand, is very, you know, she bakes. She has a lot of compassion. But we were told the marriage family business is something I think she could see for herself. Mm-hmm. So there are things that she could be a baker and have a bakery, have a business or something. So do I want them to be entrepreneurial? I don't want them working in cubicles. That I can say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important at some point in their life they have to you know, be under someone to learn something, apprentice, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you as parents can look at your kids and say, I think you're really good at that, good at that, I think they should do it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll say this is die. You and your brother, you particularly, have always had good body strength, right? You probably never wrestled in high school. You would have been a great wrestler. Yeah, they tried to get me to re- <laughs> try to get me to join. I was like, yeah. yeah. I, I wrestled with you like sometime and I was like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> if Kyrie's like you, he could be a wrestler. You know, he's not. He's strong. <laughs> he just never had no practice. So Tatum, Bobby, Tatum, Tatum could be a good Tatum, wrestler. Yeah, she, okay. she's, the, she's the athlete. He's the brain and Sinai's yeah. the celebrity. Yes. However you See, want to figure out. But, the, but now... Within that now, niche down even more. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. The brain to do what? Is it computer programming? Is it accounting? And then, you know, for the celebrity to do what? Like, make her a photographer. Mm-hmm. You know, people, photographers will never not have jobs. I know, right? Everybody wants their picture taken, right? Yeah, because that's my question. Is like, there's just so many things that are coming up and dropping down, coming up and dropping down, or stuff that we thought was going to be important mm-hmm. that ain't shit no more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I, I think that, I think we agreed that we would maybe to the, I'll say I, probably I swung the pendulum the other direction of be whatever you want to be, right? Like, I I don't want you to become what I want you to become. I really want you to like whatever, you want to be an astronaut, be an astronaut. You want to be a ballerina, be a ballerina. You want to be a baseball player, be a baseball player. Even when they tell you that, you know, one in a million kids that play little league can move on Mm -hmm. i'm like okay and so so what right let's let's go Mm -hmm. um so as a parent i would say just let them focus on being happy Mm -hmm. because most of us have gone to school for some degree and probably aren't using that degree Mm -hmm. to its fullest or you're mad or not happy with that degree Mm -hmm. so if i think if you're chasing a passion and you have skills that go along with that, I think in the end, you will come out and not be somebody with a business, you know, or whatever degree in 20 years, and then say, I really wanted to be, you know, I went to school and thought I was gonna be a psychologist. Mm -hmm. I would have gone into food styling. Mm. But my mother never told me that I could dream, that like I could be, I didn't know, I didn't know that was an option. So Mm -hmm. it's like, Mm -hmm. you go to school and you become something, so. Mm-hmm. I, I'm much more of let the kids dream. Like yes. I feel like we're working hard enough that I got you. Um, For a minute. 
for a minute. For a minute. For a minute. But I feel like we can let them let them dream. But just support. They'll, it'll. I think it'll come out. I think you will automatically like just see it. I think we. I, I think we saw it in our son. That's. I'll, I think the nine-year-olds, the twins, are you know still up for grabs. But I think at the time we saw our son like. He doesn't he he doesn't think he's gonna be anything else. Mm. Like That's great. And we joke about um there's a story of a Lightning McQueen in this in Lightning McQueen part two. Mm. The girl that's the side story, but there's a girl that's the Porsche and she asked Lightning McQueen because she is stuck as being a pretty car. And a mm. teacher now. And a teacher, right? She's a teacher in the movie. And she asked Lightning McQueen, how did you know you'd be a race car? And he's like, I never thought I was anything different. Mm -hmm. And in the movie theater, my son reaches over and he's like, that's the answer, Ma. Like, I never thought I would be anything other than a baseball player. Hmm. And I was like, wow. Like, you you believe that beyond anything at all. And I was like, all right, well, then that's 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 what what we're doing. doing. (laughs) He's a baseball player. That's it. That's his identity. You're Lightning McQueen. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And on top of that, I have a lot of conversations with him of, I want you to play baseball till the wheels fall off, whether that ends at 21, 25, 30, or 35. I'm in it. I love it. But 35 and come. Yes. And then, and then we'll be over. And at that time, hopefully it's 35, but if it's 25, we can get some of this money. That's in this billion dollar industry. Yeah, yeah you can and, go front office. And a lot of other capacities. Bat yeah. those pretty eyes of yours. Right. <laughs> let's, let's not just say, I'm going to work for somebody doing something. Right. Nah. We're going to figure out how to get some of this cream from other avenues with them, something that you love, yes. which is athletics. Yes. Nice. I love it. Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn Ooh. kids. All right, well, we're going to wrap up with some them damn kids. Oh. <laughs> but before we do, I'm going to ask, um, you said you adopted a child later mm-hmm. in their life. So if you are willing to share, we would love to hear that story. If you're not willing to share, that is fine. Um, yeah. So my biologically, my cousin became my daughter mm. um, as, as a high school senior. So she has always been in my life because, so I was an only child, only grandchild, only niece or nephew till I was 19. Then she was born, right? So I've always taken her underneath my wing and whether we, like, and then our son, Carrie, is an only child. So if we went to Disney World, I took her too, Mm. right? So she was always around and she made a decision that she wanted a different type of lifestyle than what she was getting Mm currently at home in New York. And at the time we were able to do it. So the running joke is I went from having one child to four children in 30 days. <laughs> went from a family of three to a family of six. In 30 days, literally. <laughs> so we had the twins. She came down. She was like, yeah, I like this family thing. I want to stay. Tia stayed with us. Tia was there. Seven so it was nine. just this very familiar style of living. And that's what she wanted. And I think the blessing was that she wanted it, we wanted it, um, and it really worked. Uh, All the kids, so the girls have names that were S, Shereem, Sydney, Sai, Samara, right? Carrie and Carrie. 
because she's darker skin, she looked like me, so people assume she was my <laughs> daughter from a previous relationship. Yeah, Oh, Serena, your daughter came to the eye, you know, so <laughs> it, 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 it works, right? And she, like Carrie said, wanted it to work, so she invested it, and the girls thought that she was their sister until they were like five or six. We'd like sit down and explain to them, so they started asking questions like, so mommy was pregnant with Mimi, when she was 20? Right. Right. They, right. They doing no, the math. How come we don't know pictures of that? Why she had a different last name? <laughs> so we had to explain to them. And again, they were like, oh, okay. And then and they never thought about it again. So she's treated them like sisters. Um, they treated her like sister. Our son loves it. So it's it's she's made it work so well. And we feel honored, you know, that we have this bonus child that again, I've known all her life, but obviously Carrie's known even longer. That um, that's just a win-win relationship. Yeah, oh, but it's it, no, it's been great. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I think that people need to hear that. Yeah, because people be going through stuff, right? And right, if somebody's right. available to you in your life, like, hey, I have a friend who's um, same thing. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's good. I, I don't, I don't need my story. Okay, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, okay, so y'all got a them damn kids, a couple of them damn kids. I got one. Oh. So look at the face. Look at the face. Lesson: Them damn kids. You love your children. You want to give them whatever they want. Don't get a dog. <laughs> Unless you are a dog person, don't get a dog. Um, hold on. Okay, hold on. There's, There's a, a dog, dog barking. barking outside. The dog know <laughs> you talk about their people. And there you go. Unless you want the dog. Yep. And you want to take care of it. You're, you when you do things for your children, um, yeah, it can lead to like I can't believe I'm stuck doing this now mm-hmm. because I'm not sure I really want to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I mean, I, I mean, we have a teenager, right? Yeah. So that that's we got that's, that's a whole nother that just they they say like the universe will tell you like you know time you think your kids can't outdo themselves, it's like hold my beer, right? Mm-hmm. Like your kids will come at you and trump what you thought like. Like you really like you did that like, huh? Mm-hmm. Or you posted that on social media? How? Th- that lives forever, yep. right? That's a digital footprint. So those type of things. Uh, I I will say this: a tip. I will walk away with this. Make everybody just pick one activity. <laughs> everybody gets one activity. Whatever your one is, that's that is your one activity. Uh, but yeah, just make sure that everybody just has one. Because if not, you're juggling way too much during the week. So, um, so we have one. Can we do? Can we do one? Sure, you got one. So Sanai and Kyrie have a couple of things that they're working to outgrow. So Kyrie is still working to not pee the bed at night. He's doing a really good job. We have like a pee alarm, and he's supposed to get up when it goes off and go to the bathroom, all that kind of stuff. So he, so we're tracking, you know, put a sticker on the calendar and get you a big prize at the end, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Sanaya's been sucking her thumb since she had the coordination to get the thumb to her mouth. In utero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're trying to break her of that habit. Um, so put a sticker on the thing and, you know, every day, whatever. So <laughs> Kyrie's, Kyrie's big, uh, his big prize that he says he wants is his own YouTube channel. I said, sure, I'll get you a YouTube channel. Um, 
<laughs> I said, sure, another we'll do project. <laughs> right. Exactly. I said, sure, we'll do a YouTube channel. Um, and then I tacked on like, we'll, we'll, we'll make videos as your prizes, you know? So if you do something good, then we'll make a video or whatever. And Tatum is like, he's going to get a YouTube channel just for not peeing in the bed. That's not even that big of a deal. <laughs> totally blew your whole joint up. <laughs> And right, so, I'm trying to help this man out. Right. And he's about to blow it up for me. <laughs> so I said, okay, clearly she's she wants to be recognized yes. as well, right? Yes. So she got a hundred on some reading test the other day, and Adai and I scrounged together all the little actual money that we have because we don't carry cash. Yeah. And scrounged together like I'm like he, he like I got a couple twenties. I'm gonna like, give him a twenty though. Hold on now. Hold on. <laughs> So we got together $10, gave the girl $10. She's happy about the $10. And then she looks up and she goes, how do you even use paper money? (laughs) Oh, oh. I need my own credit card. Yes. That's the way I got hit with. If I have my own credit card, I'd be straight. (laughs) Which one's the best? Um, sorry. Oh yes. my goodness! If I had my own credit card, I'd be straight. But, but okay, there was a, there was this older story. But Carrie and Shereen were out, and Shereen was saying like, "I Carrie wanted something." He said, "I don't, you know, Daddy doesn't have the money." He said, "Just get it out the wall." Yeah. Right. Just get it out the wall because that's what he thought. And then earlier than that, so we were living in a um, predominantly white neighborhood, mm-hmm. and um, Carrie was going to school. Shereen at the time we were living in Atlanta. And our business was still in New York. Well, my husband is very Brooklyn to the day he dies, right? So his language and my language, I'm from Harlem, is very probably grimy. That's, I'm just going to be real, right? It's very grimy. <laughs> so we're always telling our son, like, we got to get this money, right? Like that new meme that's yes. out, right? I got to get this money by tomorrow, right? Like, <laughs> I got to get this money. So our son goes to school and tells his teacher, um, my daddy's not here today. Oh, why? Oh, he went to New York to go get some money. <laughs> Um, okay, wait, we're not telling these teachers that my daddy ran, and, but he's coming back tomorrow. Like, he just went up to get him, he went up to New York to go get some money, but he's coming back tomorrow, so he can talk to you tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> so out of context. To, right, out of context of my, I was like, yeah, so just trying to, I think it's always that or our kids, it's what you're, like, the, like the, the kids say the darndest things mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. over COVID. Our kids, we're lucky enough to have a very nice home. And our kids were on Zoom with their teacher talking about, um, can we put this on in our movie theater so that we can watch it bigger? (laughs) Ma'am, can we not call the, like, can you tone down, like, this movie theater thing? Because it's not like a, like, it's it's nice. It's a popcorn machine. And it's a room in the basement that the previous owners set out with a, a projector and the screen, and it's nice. It's, it's nice. It's nice. But it's not something that you need to be shouting to the again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what you got with that money you got from New York. So. Yeah, that's not money you got from New York. <laughs> oh. From the wall. Too. From the wall. The wall in New York. Oh, wall, that's a movie theater. Get money out of the mall. Out of the wall, then. Just go to the wall. Get the money out. So, yes. These kids will keep you on your toes. These kids will keep us on our toes, definitely. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, it's been wonderful having y'all on. We absolutely love it. I'm sad we haven't done this sooner. Yes. yes, yes. Thank you for having us. This was great. Yes. And we'll definitely have to ask y'all. What'd you say? 
We appreciate y'all on many levels. We watching you. We loving y'all, supporting y'all because y'all doing good stuff out there. Oh, thank you. Away, thank, thank you. We love y'all. Thank you. We'll thank definitely you. ask you back. Please. But please plug your where we can find you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find Shereem everywhere at Strategic Admissions Advice um, dot com. You can find his book at understandingthechoices.com. And you can find me at marriagefamilybusiness.com. Nice. Boop, 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 boop. I love it. <laughs> this right. been We're trying to keep up on all the social media platforms. We're doing our best over here. We're doing our best. <laughs> no, y'all, 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 doing good. y'all doing well. I'll be seeing it. I'll be seeing it. Thank you. All thank right. you. Yeah, spark it up, spark yo. Spark it up. All right, y'all. We appreciate, appreciate y'all. Be good. good Say night, love you. Get some rest. Night. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.